welcome to the Daycare Dittos podcast, where I, Quill, always lava you. <laughs> that was very cute. I, Quill, always lava you. Beautiful. I didn't know you had such a beautiful singing voice. Yeah, it's like Fergie, right? Um... Uh, thank you for listening to us, and uh, as always, uh, for Gen 2, I am your host, Peter. With me, Dave. Yep. Sarah. Farting. And Steven. Uh, last Steven. Uh, it's just the way that you guys are situated on my screen right now. Oh. First. That's a good order. Sounds yeah. like you're the last of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's a good one. That's a good. T- I got. It's I got very it. topical. By the time this comes out, yeah, As, yeah, it'll be way over by the time this comes out. The last episode uh, just aired, right? Yeah, uh, Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad there's a famous Peter now. Pedro. Oh, oh yeah. The Pascal. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite scientists as well. Yeah, one of right? my favorite triangles. Pascal is that? He's a mathematician, isn't he? I think. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, or not. I, and I'm done. <laughs> I know what a Pascal triangle is. I don't know if it's, uh, but we, we, we can move on. Yeah, please. Uh, you don't come to us for triangles. You come to us for, for... Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are talking about, we're still in our Gen 2 starters, right? Mm-hmm. These guys are so different from Gen 1 starters uh, in this. <laughs> Not this one. What are you... <laughs> I, That's what I'm getting at. You're oh, going to okay, find talk. out just how different Cyndaquil is from Charmander very shortly. Um, and that's who we're talking about. We're talking about the Cyndaquil line. Um, uh-huh. What does this Pikachu look like? Um... Well, this Pikachu uh, looks like um, a, a short little um, like uh, kidney bean with some fire coming out of its back. I would say, uh, imagine if you will, uh, a sleepy echidna uh, with four holes on his back that you do not want to get anywhere near because if he's angry, blammo. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little weeble wobble with a match on his back. He's a quadruped. Uh, he don't got ears yet. Don't eat him. Don't eat him. Uh, Sarah, what does this Pikachu look like? Are you there? Uh-oh. No. Uh, I think... I think no, I'm muted. just I'm just muted like a like an asshole because I, I didn't I didn't just go through a pandemic and learn how to use a mute button or anything. But anyway, this Pikachu looks like he's got one toenail on each foot. I'm sensing a theme with the Gen Two starters here. Mm. But yes, he's got his happy little closed eyes with his little like T Rex little arms. He's um he's got like a like a tan underside to him with a blue outer side to him with some porcupine looking flames coming out his back but you know just be careful don't don't make him mad or they'll, they'll pork you you don't want that 
I was surprised that Peter did not use the phrase bulbous head like last time. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can beat that Chikorita head. <laughs> what are you talking about? Cyndaquil's head is way bigger than Chikorita's head. That's what all the dirty trainers well, say. He's definitely got like a very bulbous <laughs> snout. I mean, he could yeah. put that thing places. <laughs> yeah, he's got an anteater's snout. Definitely. Is uh, an aardvark an anteater? Ask um, Arthur. That's what I, that's why. Because I always thought an aardvark was an anteater. Arthur don't look like that. He I doesn't think, have an uncircumcised nose. I think aardvarks are baby oh. anteaters. So um, the name aardvark uh, is Afrikaans for earth pig. Um, and they're also called the ant bear. Oh, that's kind of um, cute. Yeah. I feel like the person who found, like, discovered those was just like, fuck everybody. I want my animal to be first. What's that Dutch word? <laughs> Two A's. Two A's. I'm going to name my Ain't animal AA1 Vark. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, that Dutch word, uh, apple, which is yeah. earth apple, which I think is for the potato, right? Yeah, and Afrikaans is uh, based off of Oh, Dutch, yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. Very similar. And then my favorite word that I was thinking about this morning, clote suck. What? <laughs> That's good. You call somebody a clote suck if they're like f- being foolish or cl- like klutzy. And it basically it is you calling somebody a ball sack. Oh, that rules. Yeah. Clote sack? Yeah, clote suck. Oh, clote sack. It's clote yeah. suck. Okay, I'm going to yeah. call some people at work that tomorrow. Wasn't your yeah. Yeah. ball sack? <laughs> it's like when you call someone a chode. Like yeah. I feel like it's got the same it's got the same energy as calling yeah, someone a chode. Definitely. My favorite thing to yell at people while I'm driving and if they're being foolish, I don't call them clote sucks. I tell them to suck my entire chode. Oh, I like that. <laughs> when someone pisses me off, something I've been saying lately is you can lick my ass whole included. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, uh, what do you say to people who are being foolish? Or klutzy. Please, tune in. Or straight up dumb. Yeah. Uh, do you tell them to have a nice time? Do you give them the peace sign? Do you uh, tip your hat to them? Let me know. Because um, we will, cl- we quill always lava you. <laughs> We're not it's there like, yet. <laughs> it's like Dora the Explorer. You know what it's I like, know. what do you say? Yeah, we need those. Great, issues. me too. <laughs> yeah. Pure silence. You see the meme going around right now where it's like me at five years old uh, saying, no, we can't to Bob the Builder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've seen that one. Can we fix it? No, it's fucked. Well, do you know what is fucked? When I forget to give information in the previous podcast. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I wrote down the notes, I did the work, didn't present the homework, so I still got a zero. But hopefully I can make it up now. You put Uh, the name on the top, it'll be fine. You just remove five points for it being late. Tardy. Uh, So I went and checked the 2020 and 2021 Pokemon Day uh, votes. Which, by the way, happy Pokemon Day. We we passed it a little while back. Pokemon Day happened, and they didn't do another vote, so fuck them. Uh, But Chikorita, of all of the three evolutions, Chikorita was the only one anyone gave a shit about. 
Really? Um, yeah. I told you guys. No, no, no. I'm saying of the three evolutions, only Chikorita shows up. Okay. I thought no, you no, were the other the, the other starters, starters destroy Chikorita <laughs> on this list. Okay, well you don't have to rub it in, okay? Oh, I'm I'm not. I'm just these are just the facts. So Chikorita in 2020 in the Johto starters got 14th place, or in Johto Pokemon altogether got 14th place with 18,521 votes, um, behind Celebi and in front of Ho. Uh, and overall got 93rd. And this blew my mind behind uh, behind Hatterene, but in front of Squirtle. Damn, weird, right? Wow. That breaks and, uh, my heart. Yeah, me too, because Squirtle, I believe, was one of the highest rated of our vote, and uh, Chikorita sucks yeah. shit. Because so, Squirtle uh, is a squirrel turtle, and Chikorita's a bulbous head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2021, it was the 13th in Johto, moving ahead by one, um, with 1,290 votes behind Quilava, which is insane because it's the second evolution beat it, and in front of Wooper. Whoop. So, um, do we want to go through Cyndaquils? And and uh, so, this is crazy. I don't think this has ever happened in the history of us doing this. But all three evolutions are on the Pokemon Day vote list. Okay. Hell yeah. That's never happened before for like a starter. Um. So Cyndaquil in 2020 was eighth for all of Johto behind Espeon in front of Suicune. Um, and then 50th overall behind Jirachi in front of Melodic. In 2021, it was 8th in Johto behind Quagsire in front of Zatu. Did not place overall. Quilava was 24th in 2020. I'll just go uh, in 12th in 2021, which is pretty crazy. Moving on up. And those are only in Johto. Did not uh, place overall. Typhlosion was 4th in Johto in 2020. And then fell behind all the other ones in 17th in 2021. So the only one that really stuck through and kept the same place was Cyndaquil. And Quilava went up and Typhlosion went down, which I'm interested to talk about. Because, like, I don't... All I can think of is that Ash's Cyndaquil becomes a Quilava. But I can't think of any other reason why Quilava would be, like, a Pokemon that fans would reach out and really be into. Um, I, I think also too in the manga, Gold has a Cyndaquil that evolves into a Quilava and then eventually oh, a Typhlosion. Okay. So that could potentially influence some of those votes as well. Okay. Typhlosion went down, and that's got to be because he looks so bad without his flames up. It's always true. That's we'll talk about it, but I think Typhlosion is one of the Pokemon that got did so dirty once they left the sprites. Yeah. But yeah. We'll get there. First, we got to talk about a uh, little Cyndaquil. Yeah, so Cyndaquil, we know what he looks like now. Uh, Number 155. He's the Fire Mouse Pokemon. And some people are a little bit confused about his head shape. I would call it perfect, not bulbous. <laughs> <laughs> it is perfect. No, absolutely. It's like a little um, teardrop. When I think about people compatibility like people's compatibility with pokemon i will look at cyndaquil and i will always think of my brother steven i was your favorite pokemon at at a time it might still be your like one of your top ones 
By yeah. the way, real quick, I when you, you you say compatibility with Pokemon, I only think of the Vaporeon. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my, my mind went sexual too. Sorry. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> I think of Steven. And I'm like, that's, where's he, go, oh where's he going God. with this? Okay. That's been making the rounds recently. It yeah. was, it yes, was it resurfaced for sure. At my work, people were showing the uh, the deep fake YouTube video online where uh, they're talking about Vaporeon, and I just keep on uh, doing the copy pasta of Flareon is the most compatible Pokemon because its hugging temperature is ideal. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, in a totally non-sexual way, I used to really love Cyndaquil. Um, I, uh, when I was a kid, I had a hedgehog actually at one point, um, probably artist. Yeah. One time he hid under our, um, wall unit, um, which, uh, was, you know, had the big CRT TV, (laughs) so it wasn't quite easy to move and get the hedgehog out from underneath. But, uh, Uh but we, I totally got one because I loved Cyndaquil, um, so much one of my earlier memories is going to my aunt's house uh and she had access to the internet and a printer and i totally wasted all of her uh ink on printing pictures of cyndaquil that i could find online um and there's like a really old picture i think we might have even shared it years ago on the instagram but when i was like five i wrote something down where i said my favorite pokemon was uh cyndaquil and your favorite type was fire yeah, and actually, I, I just uh, remembered, too, last time we were talking, after the we recorded, but the first, like, t-shirt that my mom let me buy was at, like, Kmart, and it was of Cyndaquil, Quillava, and Typhlosion. So, I've, I've always really loved Cyndaquil. Um, I think he's super cute and uh, adorable, and uh, in the anime, had uh, was really cute as well. Um, Ash had one and it would always uh, work really hard but get really tired out and his flames would go away and he'd have to recharge um, yeah same but, yeah, yeah. Um, but he is based off of a hedgehog um, or an echidna or an anteater like an aardvark um, or many things really yeah um, badger honey badger but the other thing that Cyndaquil is based on um, comes from its category, the fire mouse Pokemon. Cyndaquil is based on a Chinese mythological creature called the Hinazumi, which was a mouse that was said to live in volcanoes. Um, and its fur was said to you know, be fireproof. Um, and the Japanese name for uh, Cyndaquil is Hino Arashi. Um, so we have the Hinazumi uh, and then now Hino Arashi, which is a combination of he, fire, and uh, Yama Arashi, which stands for porcupine. But it could also stand for he, no Arashi, which means storm of fire. Mm. Um, the Wolf firestorm. Yeah. Crossfire. That's one caught up in the. Crossfire. <laughs> Sorry, we had to finish. No, <laughs> no. I got caught up in the crossfire. <laughs> well, this is one of the things I love about the Japanese names is like because of the way Japanese is structured, you could have like one name mean like eight different mm-hmm. things. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Because I was looking at Cinder Quill, and that's two things. Cinder Quill. Yeah. That's all you need to know. 
Um, we also have the German name, which is uh, Furigel, which Führ stands for fire, and then Eigel is a hedgehog. Um, remember that for, for later, there's going to be a quiz. Uh, Eigel is a German word for a hedgehog. And, and then we also means is ball sack. a ball sack. <laughs> a lep is a ball. Um, <laughs> but then we have the French name, uh, which is uh, Harrisender, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong. That's a nice um, first name, Harrison. Well, that's yeah, the th- Dave and I literally said that last night. So, well, really? yeah, in, yeah, we did. In, <laughs> in French, uh, Harrison is a is a hedgehog. So, um, all you Harrisons out there, you 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 quilly little hedgehogs out there uh, <laughs> in France, um, <laughs> but I thought that was cute. Uh, we have Harrisender. Um, our little hedgehog cinder as well. Yeah, I always ponder the hedgehog's dilemma ever since I saw <laughs> Evangelion back in the day. <laughs> it's a very musical episode and I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, as long as I'm going to be the host, I'm going to try to make a Pokemon into a musical pun. Okay. I dig it. I love it. That being said... I already have uh, Totodiles already in my head, and it is not a musical pun, so. I'm still fine with it. Excited to see what we get. We'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll allow it. You're making the rules, I was going to say. So little Cyndaquil is is a cool starter because he's also, he is a starter of Gen 2, but he's also a starter in the Hisui region of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Mm-hmm. So nice, they did it twice. But yeah, so he's he's got some uh, some popularity. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that in the Arceus Pokedex entry, they say that Cyndaquil hails from the Johto region. So Johto mm-hmm. already existed, existed yeah. in the uh, the Arceus times. Um, I was so happy they added all the the ones they did in that game it was a cool little grab bag Mm -hmm. that was a a cool decision that they did um that was the immediate thing that drew me to the game but i didn't pick it up (laughs) you must because it is yeah oh dave and sarah got it for me and i was so addicted it's it's really fun it's it it really is amazing you could get lost in it Mm -hmm. just like uh crossfire you get caught up in (laughs) Well, so starter of Gen 2, starter of Arceus, technically also the starter of Gen 1, because oh, yeah. stat-wise, Cyndaquil is identical to Charmander, which I, I did not know that. This blew my mind. Line for um, line. Yeah, all the evolutions included. So Typhlosion has the same stats as Charizard. Mm-hmm. You could basically just swap out the sprites and you'd be playing the same Pokemon. Um yeah, really, so, so really, the only things that change between um, Charizard and Typhlosion and all the others is typing and moveset. Everything else is exactly the same. And a neat old sprite. Yeah, the sprite. Yeah. Uh, I want to do a quick shout out to the black and white sprite for Cyndaquil because it has a perpetual flame animation going on, which makes it look so cool. It's just like the fire is really like burning on its back the whole time it's fighting. 
I love it. It needs it needs the fire. It, it looks like it's kind of wagging a tail, though. I don't know. It's a little weird. Is it okay for it to be erect for that long? Well, I mean, you're supposed to call a uh, nurse Joy if it's if your fires <laughs> lasted more than six to eight hours. Um, Did they, I ever they, tell you guys about the time that I had to? Try to get a bulldog to stop having a boner because it had a boner for so long. Aww. That I, I, I love these vet tech stories. <laughs> How do you get a dog non-horny? Like, what do you do? I also did not think that the story was going to go there. I thought you were going to share something very deeply personal. So I'm glad it was a vet tech story. <laughs> so the problem with dog penises is that they're different than human fe- penises. They have to, like, come out right, right. You've, you've all seen the yes it's yeah. furry and then you got when it when it's erect it's like it's like literally raw like yes. a raw penis we've all seen a vaporeon before oh, yeah okay. we know we know yeah. so the problem is that if it gets too erect then it won't be able to fit back under the sheath and then it'll start <laughs> to dry out and cause them ext- like the most extreme chapping that's ever happened. Oh. Um, so this bulldog was in a lot of pain and we had to uh, uh, put it under. And then for whatever reason, and I don't know even if this is medically accurate, w- what we tried to do was get granulated sugar and coat its penis in granulated sugar because apparently that was supposed to bring down the swelling a little bit. Oh my god. You would think like the texture of it would be the opposite effect. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Right. So we got got this bulldog to have a really sweet penis. And... (laughs) (laughs) So it worked? Um, I, I recall not... I, th- I think it was way too late at night, and the doctor said, you, you could head home. It's like midnight, and I'll take it from here. So yeah. I don't recall the dog being there in the morning, so it must have gone home. So uh, funny uh, you would say that. Fun syndical fact I found here on uh, this dog health website <laughs> is mix up a, quote, sugar paste Using ordinary white sugar and enough water to make it into a thick slurry, apply the mixture liberally to the erect dog penis. The sugar works as a hypersmotic agent, pulling out fluid from the tissue to help reduce the swelling and shrink the penis. Nice. So now you guys know. Now, I mean, Dave and Sarah for house facts, me for bulldog penis facts. There you go. (laughs) And that's your bulldog penis fact of the week. Your syndical fact of the week. So if you have an erect syndical, <laughs> make sure you have a container of granulated uh, granulated sugar. Yeah. Available and make it into a slurry. Times. My dog has a boner. Well, I have fun dip. <laughs> and then that's how it happened. Your dog penis got in my fun dip. Your fun dip got in my dog penis. And oh that's how God. they figured it Imagine, out. Imagine like there was another dog at the house, right? And, like, you know how, like, animals can just be, like, up in each other's junk a lot? Imagine yeah. it just, like, started licking its dick because it's, like, lo- lots of sugar, you know? I mean, like, they just yeah. do that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Dogs. Such sluts. Little slutties. That's how that's how you say hi. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, cats are no better. Let's be real. Yeah. Animals. I, you know, buttholes. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Cyndaquil, especially with that nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you got to be careful. The reason it has such a long nose is if it wants to smell its friend's butthole, you got to watch out. There's a whole fucking furnace going on above it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's probably, uh, I mean, that, that brings up a good point these these pokemon are fire pokemon they're very very hot I mean, that's their primary source of defense maybe it's long snout is for being able to breathe colder air that's farther away from it you never know yeah. mm. or sniff hot assholes yeah well, that too um, I mean, why can't one thing be for two well things? i mean i mean you know it, it would explain why its eyes are closed because um, when it's sniffing a fire asshole, you don't want the flames going in its eyes. Or if it farts, it'll just blow. Oh, like, blow can you up. imagine? Can you imagine what a Cyndaquil fart is like? I Probably sounds so like this. <laughs> and then it's its cry. Explosion. Um, yeah. one thing that I thought about the Cyndaquil, like I, I have been saying it. They need to have their flames up. They look yes. so much cooler with their flames up. But did anyone ever feel like the little dots on their back the fire comes out of remind does it remind you of like a um an electric stove? Um, it does, yeah. That's a better visual for me now because it, it just kind of looked like boils and they kind of just look painful. Yeah, so to me. A well, I never has thought that way. Four uh four ranges on its back for heating up your uh spaghetti. Um uh-huh. It's it's got four red dots, and that's basically what they they don't go into any more detail about these dots. That's just where their flames come from, mm-hmm. and uh, if a the combustion happens within the cyndaquil, and if it burns clean, then you have a strong flame. Uh, or if they're they're angry, the the flame will mm-hmm. be strong as well. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. they're tired, then you have an unclean burn and you have like a sputtering flame. Yeah. And they're usually pretty timid by nature. So I don't, it's not often that they're going to have their flames blazing. Yeah. Well, so. I had a hedgehog, like I said before, and they definitely like, even if you're friendly with them, if you try to like pick it up, it would always like put its little spikes over its head and they would kind of like start sniffing real angrily at me and <laughs> try to be all. You know, because they they just want to be left alone and do whatever they want. But mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> then you'd pick it up and it would be totally fine. So they're super active. It, they were nocturnal. Um, yeah. And he, yeah, he would hiss at us all the time. And hiss, poop on himself. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, not like hiss, hiss, but like, you know, again, like any time that you would disturb it or like touch it in a weird, weird spot or something, it would, it just kind of puts up its little hood and starts kind of like sniffing very loudly and aggressively. Yeah, it was kind of like a <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like it's nothing too serious. Like it was just uh I don't know. It was cute. This sounds <laughs> I thought it was cute. adorable. Do you know that it was originally not made as a fire pokemon? Oh, really? Really? It was not. No. What so, was it going to be? There uh I don't know. It doesn't really say, but my guess would have been a poison Pokemon. So I am going to show you the original sprite, which we will post on the gram. I'm going to pop open. Oh, wow. Imagine Cyndaquil in your mind's eye. Now imagine instead of fire on its back, it just has a lot of cones. 
just like full ass green cones and it's pink and white instead of like dark blue and beige. Like gems? Kind of it kind of reminds me of like gems. Or like the spinies from oh, I see. Um, Mario like roses. almost. Yeah, oh, it does look yeah. like a spiny from Mario, but it's literally exactly Cyndaquil. It just has these like it's really just... sharp green cones on its back. Instead of barbecue flavor, this one's watermelon flavor. Yeah. Mm. And the color is very watermelony. So uh yeah, that's that's something found, but of course, it became a starter and went with fire. Yeah. Not, I do like that colorway though. You're obligated to have uh fire water grass starters. Mm. Whatever your type was before, if you get promoted to starter, you're one of those three. One time, I do you ever think they'll go with something different? I've been, I've been waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it. They're never gonna change. They're yeah, never I don't think going so. I think to. they're in too deep now. Once they came out with like the fourth fighting fire Pokemon, I I remember yeah. that they don't have any creativity. I don't know. <laughs> they they don't want to mess with the Stardy Boys. They they just want them to. To, to always be like nice and balanced and they don't want to, to to think about things too differently. They don't like to make big drastic changes. They they like to make little subtle changes. Not too balanced because again, like every starter, we got 87% male to female ratio. Yeah, I don't know why they do that either. It's not like people it's are going breeding, out there. I mean, yeah, still, but, but they still breed them anyway. Like They have a ditto in every game. Yeah, you could just I, get I a ditto. It used to be harder back when. Yeah. Before there was the internet and stuff, people used to just, you know, you'd have to get one from a friend, restart your game and hope for the best. But uh, now it's just you do a mystery trade and you just keep getting them for no reason. I've done mystery trades in the past, and all I get are uh, Route 2 rodents. Nah, <laughs> you get lucky sometimes. Lucky. Sometimes you get some shinies in there. And they'll be like, obviously hacked ones sometimes as shinies. Yeah. It'll be like, like cool, this Pokemon's named like shinyhuntergo.org. Like, yeah. It's like advertising a website or something. Yeah. My favorite mystery gift Pokemon was a German. Uh, what's the one that evolves into Clauncher? Um, whatever the unevolved Clauncher is, uh, it was German, and his name was Scampisto, and I'll always remember <laughs> him. I think we talked about Scampisto again, and please bring him up anytime you can because I just love in my head. I hear like a, a glistening of like a, a classical guitar. Yeah. Like Scampisto. Bring. Yeah, it's it sounds like a fairly odd parents uh, character. Um I actually did inherit a ghost shrimp that lived for many, many years and his name was Scampisto as well, in honor of that uh that one Mystery Scampisto, kid. yeah. Are those the ones that can like fire off real hard? They can like break no. shit. No, those are like pistol shrimps and um, uh, mantis shrimps and stuff. Yeah, ghost shrimps are just little blind boys that are so small. Yeah, they're like kind of invisible. Yeah, I never, I never could see him, and then eventually he, uh, he made his a way out because he was dead, and I was like, oh, you're you're gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I've never seen you, but I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> just like me and when the queen dies. <laughs> it's just kidding. Just kidding. I didn't miss her. Uh, so, <laughs> so Cyndaquil evolves. Or do yeah. we have anything more to say about Cyndaquil? Not really, right? No, he's he's cute and he's got a lot going for him, but he doesn't have a lot of information. Well, and no, he yeah. evolves very quickly. I mean, he evolves at fourteen. They upped it to seventeen in Arceus. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Me as well. Um, but I think it it really has to do that Arceus, the leveling and everything is just different in that game. Yeah, that's true. Um. So I, f- I feel like they just kind of adjusted it for that sake. Um, but yeah, yeah 14. So last uh, episode, we talked about Chikorita evolving at 16. Now we've got Cyndaquil evolving at 14. So that's early a, bloomer. That's a bit of a change right there. Next week, who knows when Totodile is going to evolve? I 24. know. Or even no. three. No, maybe, <laughs> maybe. A half I, number. Who the fuck knows? It could be anything. My estimate, and I think I remember this as being a fact, he's 18 when he evolves. Okay. To be fair, same. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is true. Dave, I was going to say before, I think that would be amazing if they made a Pokemon evolve at like a partial level. <laughs> like <laughs> halfway to 17 is when it evolves. Well, I mean, technically like a fucking um, Tandem Mouse now. Tandem mouse, it basically like they just want you to think your mouse, your mice fucked when you weren't looking. So I think it's level thirty five, but it has to be like in your party and you're not paying attention. I really thought my game glitched, and then I saw online that like no, that's just how it is. Like it just evolves without telling you. And I really thought like I it just skipped over the animation for me. Like Which wouldn't be surprising because that game is that mm-hmm. is the first I'm hearing of Tandem Mouse and how he evolves. I I knew that he was interesting, but I didn't know he was that interesting. I think it's gotta be like first in your party and like I don't even think that. I think it doesn't mm-hmm. even need to be. Because it could evolve just from uh like uh experience share. Mm-hmm. Oh really? So, yeah, so it's it has to be level thirty five and out of battle. Okay, and it'll evolve. Interesting. That's that's pretty cool. And it can have one kid or two kids. But level twenty five, right? Oh, maybe. I don't think it's thirty five. That's that's too old. Most, <laughs> too you know, old. most, uh, most parents you can't have know, a family you know, at thirty five. It is twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I woke up the other day. Uh, from a dream uh and it was basically um me feeling like i was getting old and like grasping my pearls and getting up and being like i thought i'd have kids by now (laughs) but we're all your kids because you're the host oh yeah hello my little babies hi papa you want (laughs) to eat up little worms and feed them into my fucking little mouth (laughs) that's what it's like to be a parent i hope you enjoyed that (laughs) I hope I have a kid and it sounds exactly like you. Can I have twenty dollars to go get a uh, a malt and before the sock hop? Also, it's it's the fucking nineteen forties or whatever. I was gonna say it'd be more like, can I have twenty dollars for crypto or something? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Like my kid is definitely gonna embarrass me in public because I'm just vile, and it's gonna be all my fault. <laughs> That's why I don't have kids. 
They can't. They can't embarrass me if they don't exist. Oh my God. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, my my kids. When we have kids, it's gonna like they're gonna like they will one thousand percent say some shit in public, and it's gonna be like I'm gonna be fully responsible, and I'm just gonna laugh. <laughs> what else can you do when you're just horribly embarrassed in public? I think that's an inevitability because I, even I was thinking back to like how many times did I embarrass my parents and then like 50 things came to mind. And I was like, oh, I thought I wasn't that bad. But yeah, I was probably pretty bad. I cursed and I blamed it on them once. What? Uh, I, I had heard the F word on a movie and I knew I wasn't supposed to say it. But yeah, but then, it's so cool to say. Like, you got to say it. It's so awesome. And then I said it, and my teacher was like, where'd you hear that? And I was like, my parents say it all the time. <laughs> Even though they didn't. So there was that. There was, um, I was supposed to be in a performance in front of the church at one point, And instead of paying any amount of attention, I just wandered around while everybody, every other, every other kid was singing. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to just, like, take a walk. And so nobody was paying attention to the singing. Everybody was looking at this kid who was just, like, I don't know, taking a lap. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely done shit like that, too. My um, my parents, not really so much my parents, my aunts. I have two aunts, and they insisted that I do dance lessons, like ballet and tap dance. And I was a very boyish kid, and I hated anything that had to do with like dressing up and like very girly frilly things so um says the lady who i saw in a wedding dress right i mean i said when i was a kid okay i i i grew into some feminine kind of style eventually but when i was a kid i've worn a wedding dress too fair enough fair enough i wore and i wore two wedding dresses i had two (laughs) i was one of those brides really Um, yeah Jeez. Yeah. They, they were very similar. The first one I couldn't breathe in. The second one I could do a squat in. So, you know, Hell yeah. priorities. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, so it was like right before the recital, the dance recital, they took like professional pictures where they have that like really like dumb background that you stand in front of that's like paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I was so pissed and I didn't want to be there all dressed up in my stupid little like dance, uh, like a uh, sequin, like feather thing so i refused to smile and i made the most ridiculous pouting faces like while my parents paid all this money to get these pictures taken of me and they're like smile and like the every time they told me to smile i would make them yeah <laughs> an uglier face of course and they still have the pictures and it's so fucking funny the same thing happened with me i was i was up in uh, the school had uh, to sing and again I don't want to be in front of people I yeah. don't want to be performing I yeah. don't want people to acknowledge my existence and I put on the stinkiest face for the entire <laughs> yes. performance and my mom was like yeah we, we knew you didn't want to be up there but <laughs> yeah stank face for real and they yeah. paid for those stank face pictures <laughs> yeah because they're precious you always oh, gotta remember man. them yeah it was bad <laughs> So find them one day. Uh, as we all know, I quill always lava you. <laughs> I'm getting my mileage out of this, and now we have quillava uh, at level fourteen, potentially seventeen, if you're around the the mysterious aura of Mount Coronet in the Hisuian region. Yes, then you turn into the volcano Pokemon. What does this Pikachu look like? 
Uh, oh, shit, we skipped hot dog. one, didn't we? <laughs> what? what? We didn't oh, we're, at, we're at Quillava, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We didn't do anything on Quillava yet. Yeah. 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 Um, so this Pikachu looks like a long hot dog boy with yeah. sweet little tippy tappy toes. Yeah. And How many toes does he got? He's got three. Oh, three. He upgraded, but I don't see any nails unless they're hidden by his fur. But he's got three fingies and three toesies. No nails. No. no yeah. Nails. But and doesn't um, eat them. But yeah, and he's got some uh, sick ass flames coming out of his head and his butt, and nowhere in between. He lost the in between flames. Yeah, um, that's it, where like, all my um, hairs are too. No, he's going through <laughs> puberty. You know, he's trying to grow his beard, but it's just not working mm-hmm. right. Like, so he's got like a patch here, a patch there. You know. Well, and I love. I think honestly, when Quilava actually has the the flames on on his head, it kind of is like the flame version of like toxicity to me. Oh yeah, uh, with like yeah. the mohawk, like yeah, he's fire. got a cool haircut. Yeah, but otherwise, honestly, like it's so funny to see him without his flames. It just looks like yeah. a, a blue hot dog. <laughs> he looks like. <sighs> I don't, I don't know. He just looks naked. Like he just looks naked. Hot. It, it's fu- It's like I, I don't fat. know if you've ever seen. Fat. <laughs> Some, sometimes people take the Pokemon sprites and they'll just like remove all of the detail from them, so like they kind of look weird. Like you, you know what I've noticed? Mm-hmm. All three of the Johto starters have red colored eyes i was i was gonna say that yeah they do and quillava has five stovetop ranges he's got Mm -hmm. two on his head and three on his butt or pimples because yeah you know pubescent yeah they really do look like boils to me they're just uh they're just little holes for fingering oh okay i mean like it's weird but you don't like pulling them out it's rude yeah, it's not like like Syndico would come up to us and be like, "What's that hole?" And you'd be like, "Just stop. Poop will come out. <laughs> like, just leave it alone." Uh, it's really amazing how many holes humans have and how well they are at keeping the bad stuff out. We're really yeah. quite amazing creatures with quite amazing holes. I have a, a big question. It was one of the biggest questions that started. Uh, I don't know if you guys. So right now we're using Zencaster. But if you guys go up to the top, the the URL, do you see the name of our show? Syndicate? Before no, that. I don't see it. Little, Little big, big Show. So <laughs> I use Zencaster because before this, there was supposed to be another podcast where Matt of uh, Calling All Creeps and I were going to review every single episode of The Big Show Show on Netflix, which is a sitcom starring the wrestler The Big Show. And it was called The Little Big Big Show Show Show. (laughs) Tittlebiss. It was going to be called Tittlebiss. And all the photo and everything in this whole account was made for it. I just reused the account for us because it never got used because the show got canceled immediately. But one of the main questions we were going to ponder on the first episode is buttholes are like everyone has a butthole, right? Yeah. The big show is so big, but poop is the same poop all the time. Yeah. Does that mean that because his butthole is so big, it's harder to keep in liquid and stuff like that? Does that mean his butthole has to try harder and make a tighter seal? I mean, it's not a bigger butthole. 
I think well, we all I mean, have a similar size butt. No, okay. Nobody has the same butthole size. If he's bigger, uh, he's got he has a bigger butt. Does he have the same size hole? Did you know that the same skin that covers our mouth lips also covers our butthole? It is if you uh, play your cards right. <laughs> oh my God. So that makes so much sense because there's a lot of people. I work with a lot of, like my company is headquartered in Texas and Austin. So I work with a lot of people who are from the South and they have a lot of different expressions. I think I've definitely mentioned this in the podcast before, but that makes so much sense because there's an expression someone says all the time and they say that really chaps my ass. And that makes so much sense because the skin around your lips can get chapped. So the skin around your asshole can get chapped too. You hear That's that? why I always put a Burt's Bees tube right on I was there. just going to say, new sponsorship. <laughs> we have a new product called the Burt's Bee Holes. <laughs> we, um, yeah. Um, yeah, in terms of sizes, I guarantee you his is not a bigger butthole. It's just the same sphincter, the same the same butt. The only thing that might be different is that since he's a bigger guy, <laughs> he's his butt might have to work a little bit harder. Yeah, but, he's gotta he's gotta go through some more cheek. Yeah, he's probably eating a, a high protein diet. Yeah, he needs a lot of fiber. Right. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. He looks really good. He's retired now, he's right? Got, he's got like um, love handles. Looks like. You should look him up. He got ripped at one point. He needed, you know, because when you're that big, you got to really take care of your bones and muscles and stuff. He got real, real fit. Now he's an announcer at some other place. But yo, yeah, they big have show. Him, like, come on they, our podcast. I know you talk about Like they have him like on all fours, and he just like like looks like he's crouching, and like he looks like he's too fat to like for his back legs to prop him up in the X and Y sprites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the big show. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I would back, love back to see the big show on all fours. What Pokemon <laughs> would the big show be? Like which he would be like Cinnaror. I get. No, he yeah. Cinnaror to What's me is that? more macho man Randy Savage. No, I know. It's just What about Gollum? Nah, I mean like tall and maybe like a Vigoroth. Big show's I keep on thinking about The Undertaker, actually. <laughs> They're different people, right? <laughs> That's the crazy thing about wrestling. You don't know. You never know. Everyone could be The Rock. You don't know. You never really figure out their true identity. That's It's a whole mystery. Uh, you know whose identity we do know? Quilava. Um, Japanese name, Magmarashi which stands for uh, magma and yama arashi which we knew from before do we know do we remember what the french name was for hedgehog oh with an eye. it was um eroticism or something ha- harrison it was harrison <laughs> harrison that's it no i'm well, confusing with the german thing you said earlier it was the german one has an oh. eye yeah so harrison is the hedgehog at french in uh f- french the name for quilava is Furicid. Oh, I love that. So I thought, uh, all you Fergusons out there, you're all Quilavas. Um, and then, yes, the German name, we had Eigel for hedgehogs. And now we have Eigel Lavar uh, for like mm. hedgehog lava. So again, very similar across the board, but we're just using the words for hedgehog and lava or hedgehog mm. and cinders. Um 
But the one cool thing I saw about Quilava was that the name uh, they really picked because they wanted a Pokemon for every letter of the alphabet. Yeah. Q for Quilava was the one big one they needed. And does anybody know the other letter that they desperately needed? I'm going to get X for Zatu. X Mm -hmm. for Zatu. Yeah. But I also thought just name every unknown by the letter that it's representing <laughs> and then you have all the letters anyway there you go funny. Yeah. they didn't we, have uh, exclamation or question mark <laughs> we bought the uh counting and uh spelling with pokemon the for our nephew and yeah. i didn't even go through to see who was there i wonder who q is because now there's there's a few options quillfish, quillfish. was also in generation two yeah um but there's got to be more too. You know what just Quaxley. hit me? Quaxley. Quaxley. Oh, yeah. I love this game. We should do this more often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Zerny you uh, is for X. Oh yeah. If you name enough of them, we'll give you a spin at the prize wheel. There you go. <laughs> Did you guys know that Quilava is the volcano Pokemon, just like Typhlosion and Entei? Yeah, they share the category with Entei, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the one thing that I do think, Sarah, you were mentioning before, Quilava on his back legs looks really, like, fat at the bottom. He does. He looks like he, a fat cat. <laughs> he does, but that kind of does make him look a bit like a volcano because he's, like, you know, uh, wide at the bottom and then, like, little thing at the top that erupts. Yeah, um, I can see it. He kind of just looks like my big fat cat dirt bike when she's trying to balance on Dave's balls at night and he won't let her... <laughs> definitely <laughs> his clothes suck yes <laughs> i'm guys bad news i messaged uh paul white the big show on instagram <laughs> and his account can't receive messages from us we're gonna have to find no. a friend or someone he follows to, to really don't worry i'm not gonna give up not we gotta get up. him on the pokemon we think he is yeah so, I keep on trying uh, to, to think of what Pokemon that is, but I just can't visualize the big show Conkledor. without thinking about Con- the... Mm, Conkledor mm. is a, like a... He's a working he's, man. Yeah, he's like a working man. Hariyama? Maybe. Uh, too too hippie. Um, Keldeo? Like, not like hippie, but like hip. <laughs> I just don't want No, oh my god. He's God, we were only in the second episode of the second generation, and like, we're already on the Klefki shit. <laughs> We forgot to razz you uh, about Klefki last episode because we were too busy razzing Chikorita. (laughs) I know. My God. Someone's got to advocate, man. Yeah, we only talked about shitty Pokemon last episode. (laughs) (laughs) There was no room for Klefki. Who, by the way, I beat the entire uh, Scarlet Violet with just pretty much just Klefki. Yeah. Steel Fairy is such a good typing. It is, especially in that game. I'll give it that. Yes, it is. And fucking run, run house, run the gamut with that bad boy in that game. Do we have anything more about Quilava? Because no, honestly, uh, there's not much. He's he's a little sparse for, you know, he's a middleman. So yeah, I mean, its fur is non-flammable, which protects it from other fire attacks. Which is and also it turns its back so that its flames are facing the opponents in a battle. Yeah. yeah, that that kind of sounded skunk-like to me, or yeah. I guess like a porcupine in a way. Yeah, because it also has like intense flames with combination of gusts of superheated air. So I can see like 
you know, like that kind of skunk kind of vapor around Aqualava. Mm-hmm. When, when I read about how its fur is very non-flammable, I was also remembering just how cruel the Pokemon universe is that we know this as a fact and all 10 year olds have to learn that this Pokemon won't combust. It's because we battle them all the time and they're probably always battling in the wild. It's a nightmare world. Yeah, imagine like all of the third degree burns other Pokemon have and just so you don't have to like deal with that shit, you just get a... But then again, they just spray a potion on it and they're like, hope you're good. Do you remember when Australia was on fire? Yeah. Yeah. Could have used a lot more uh, Quilabas over there. Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not. They just would have been comfy as everything else burned. That would have made it worse. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, do you know the a fun fact? I probably brought up on this podcast. I feel like I bring it up all the time. Uh, we got onesies at one point in college and read the tag, and that's when I learned that in the U.S., all children's pajamas must be flame retardant. <laughs> So kids don't light on fire when they're sleeping. So I was just like, I'm a superhero right now. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm fucking invincible from the neck down to fire. Well, it's not necessarily that it has to be entirely resistant to burning. It's just if you hold a flame up to it, it's not going to explode, right? Exactly. So that means if an explosion happens, I'm fine. Yeah. I was invincible. Yeah. I just sent um I just sent the group a picture of our cat dirt bike sitting on top of legs and like sitting just like the X and Y sprite. <laughs> it's I, quite adorable. I gotta say, Dave, your takes on buttholes and uh superpower pajamas are are, are quite on point this episode. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh both of my minors in college. <laughs> <laughs> um so what we got here now is uh, divergent evolutions, mm-hmm. um, which I completely forgot because, of course, I still have yet to pick up Arceus um, about our, 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 our cool volcano boy and our cool stoner boy. Yeah. A little so, ghost stoner. So you, you hit level 36, and depending on whether or not that Quilava has been anywhere near Mount Coronet determines where he's going to end up. Is he going to be hot or hot and spooky? Yeah, Everybody was hating hot on that spooky. boy. Yeah. Everybody so we, was hating on that boy when he first was shown. So Until you see the flames. We've yeah. got... We've got two Pikachus to describe here. One, of yeah. Which which Pikachu do we want to describe first? Probably the OG, right? The OG. Yeah. What's this first. Pikachu look like? This Pikachu has got like a collar of flames. His mouth is wide open with a tongue sticking out. He's got thighs for days. He's got a little bit of a round belly. He's got a dad bod. I'll give him a dad bod. Yeah, strong yeah. dad bod. Strong dad bod. Now he has one, two, three, four, five fingers. Yeah, five fingers. Mm-hmm. And three toes. <laughs> um, yeah. He's mean looking. He's he's kind of mean looking. He's ready to like, you know, have I, some stuff in his mouth looks like. I don't know. I would say that the hot dog turned into a bratwurst. <laughs> hot dog it, turns okay. into a hot man. And it popped its flame collar and it's ready for action. Um, that's what this Pikachu looks like. 
Yeah, I've only ever seen him in a bipedal pose, but apparently he's he's still uh, quadrupedal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He can do both, which is kind of cool. Yeah. He's got that fur collar, like yeah. a lady in a fur coat. Yeah, I could see that. He's very hunched over. He's He looks like he's got a hunchback from behind. Yeah, it's he's, just like a badger. He's got yeah. sharp teeth. The fire yeah. also, yeah, it's, the, it's weird how it starts off on his back, then moves to his head and his butt, and then kind of goes like across his shoulders now. It's just like yeah. it's moving all over the place. But it looks cool. Yeah, it some, looks very cool. Sometimes uh, you feel the burn, uh, you know, on your head. Sometimes you feel the burn on in your arms. Sometimes you feel the burn on your butt. <laughs> just part uh, of life and growing up, really. Yeah. Uh, what does the other Pikachu look like? The dead one. He looks cool as fuck. All right, this dude... He, he has like a stance to him where he's just kind of like too cool for school where his eyes are like half closed and he's like, I definitely just smoked a joint right before class, but I'm here anyway and I'm just going to slump over and just pretend that I give a shit when I don't. Um, he's got flames, like kind of like a flame necklace, but also flame, like a flame color on the back as well with like wispy hair, like really cool, like I'm just too cool for you kind of wispy hair with purple flames. And he's more fit. He's a little bit more slender than the OG uh, Typhlosion. And he's also shorter. Yeah. And he's also going to steal your girl. He reminds me of mm-hmm. like um, like a goth teenager in high school. Yeah. I mean, every- he definitely smokes a lot of weed. I mean, I think everybody loves goths. I, I think that's the only <laughs> yeah. thing to say. I don't yeah. think anybody is going to say uh, no to a, a goth boy or a goth girl. Yeah, I know. He was a, he's cool though. He's purple. Cool boy. He it looks like he's got some eyeliner on too, which I appreciate. Uh, Sarah, you like purple? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like every now and again. <laughs> okay. I was trying to think today, like, what is my favorite color? It's just one of those things that does not matter to me. Hmm. I mean, that's fair. You I can, like you can appreciate all colors across I like, the board. I like color combinations. Like I, I name some. I like uh I like Eva Unit 1 in the Evangelion, the purple and green together. So that's interesting. I, that's because really, you like the Joker. <laughs> yeah. I really do not like purple-green color combination. What about purple-orange, my second favorite color combination? No, I don't like orange either. I don't like yellow. I like purple and like gold or like purple. No, I don't know. Purple's just got to be by itself. Purple-gold. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Purple rain. Purple and like maybe another shade of purple depends. Purple That's just double purple. purple. Yeah, but they're different colors, technically. Have you they ever... Have different, uh, what are they called? Hex numbers? Have you ever been to a co-ed party and were told by parents to not do any purpling? No purpling. Yeah. Don't do what? it. What? No. What does that mean? Well, we went to church, so yeah. of course oh. they had to talk about it. You know, pink and blue. When you mm-hmm. mix them together, you get purple. So no oh. boys and no girls together. No yeah. purpling. You got to stay apart. You got to stay pure. Got to keep the Holy Spirit between you. Yeah. Hail God. Yeah. Hail Arceus. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That's what I meant. Thank, thank goodness you corrected yourself before you got smote. 
So we got a lot to say about these two Oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about. He's so cool. I love him. Mm -hmm. I named mine, uh, mine, uh, my, well, no, not the normal one. I'm talking about the Hisuian one. Named that bad boy, uh, Gerard, after Gerard Way. Nice. That's so cool. What was your Charmander again? Your iconic Charmander? Sarge. Yeah. Love that boy. Well, who do we want to start with? Because there's there's so much about both of them. I think we we just go in order of who came first. Yeah. So our OG. Seniority. Our regular Typho. Um, So names. This this really um, took me for a turn. I really enjoyed uh, this one because I went down a, a cool little etymology rabbit hole. So bear with me. So the Japanese name is Bakfun. And uh, in Japanese, Bakufu means blast. And a typhoon is like a hurricane. So you have the blast typhoon, which is cool. In German, you have Tornupto, which... <laughs> is a tornado and eruption. Um, but then we have Typhlosion in American and French, um, which um, could be just a combination of typhoon and explosion, but it could also derive from Typhon, who was a monster in Greek mythology who was said to be buried under the volcano, Mount Etna, um, and also had a mate whose name was Echidna. And I was like, well, that's really interesting because Echidna is the name of this thing, but is also the name of an animal. Um, So it's also the name of a sonic Knuckles. Yeah, Knuckles is also based on an Echidna. So I was like, okay, so like where where's that coming from? But in the Greek, um, this Echidna character was um a half snake half woman um so um yeah so it's really weird because technically echidna could mean snake or viper and actually some eels like amore eels um are called echidnas like their classification in latin is echidna Hmm. um but then again, we have these mammals who are also called echidnas. Um, so this goes a little bit deeper because they don't actually know why. <laughs> like, I guess <laughs> the guy who named them, they just didn't ask him why it's called an echidna. Um, but there's two, there's two ideas. So first, echinos could mean sea urchin or like pointy so could have been used to refer to hedgehogs so mm. the echidna could come from echinos um since echidna was already a greek word um alternatively though um echidna could have been used because echidna was half woman and half snake and echidnas are mammals that lay eggs so it's like half mammal half like reptile like it's so because of that maybe they named it after echidna the greek figure but yeah just some some really weird really interesting etymology um and uh it's kind of cool that 
Um, it, it all really just means snake for whatever reason. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but they, that again, we have like, you know, the Japanese story of this fire mouse. We have this character Typhon who lived in a volcano and was married to an echidna. Like all of these things kind of come together to form this Pokemon. And that's, it's kind of all really interesting. I feel. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that uh, there also is a bit of a problem with looking at these Pokemon because you can kind of tell that it's an amalgamation of a couple of things that we know from real life. Cause unfortunately we do not live in the Pokemon world. Um, whoa, 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 but the song says we all live in a Pokemon world. Pokemon. And I want to be the greatest master, master of them all. The greatest, the greatest master. master. Uh, so we do live in a Pokemon world. I just haven't seen any yet. Um, ah. They're a little bit rarer than... Uh, but yeah, so they'll say, oh, this is like a hedgehog, uh, echidna. This is a mustelid of the, like, potentially a honey badger or a regular badger. And it gets to the point where you're like, oh, my God, I... I can see all of them now. But it's like, what are you? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> and nothing. I, you know, it's it, quite it's, beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all these influences. It doesn't need a label. It just, yeah. it just, it's just Typhlosion. That's yeah. what it is. Simply exactly. Typhlosion. He's just my boy. Yeah. My, my big hot dog man. And as we were talking about before, uh, he needs his flames or else he kind of he kind of looks uh, weak sauce. Yeah, for sure. He looks like he looks like he's got like, look, he looks like an old man. Especially the Hisuian one. The Hisuian one looks yeah. sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a lanky, awkward, like dude who's going through puberty and probably has like a lot of pimples. And pubes. You know? Yeah, definitely doesn't know how to like tame pubes yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, say what you Probably want smells about bad. The which brings awful- us to our first sponsor, Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> say what you want about the 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 trauma of puberty. I never felt more confident than when I was like a, a swaggy teen. No way, really. Yeah, I I was. Like, the world sort of shows you all of your little mistakes and kind of beats you down. But before you've made those mistakes, you're you're good. Like, I don't know. I the, the, the second that I was old enough to start doing things and not too old to not know that doing things sucks... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I felt great. Back then, you could have asked me to get in my car and drive on an adventure, and I would have done that. Now I'm like, what? 30 minutes know. over there? Uh, I don't want to do that. I did not <laughs> have me a alone. good time in my adolescence. I was picked on a lot, so I just did not enjoy myself then. You were picked on time. because you were stronger than everybody else, and they could sense No, they could I was like really, it. I had like a really that, gothic style on. too, and I guess that wasn't cool back then. That was like, if you had that style back then, you were just a freak, you know? But now it's cool, so. That's why they picked on Goku, because he's so strong. 
You right. should have just hung out with our group. We were... Yeah, I went to school with like, oh my God, this is hilarious. So I'm going to age myself and in, in like just exposing that I'm a lot younger than the rest of the people on the podcast here. Um, Let's all say our ages and social security numbers. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, um, my high school reunion is this year, my 10-year high school reunion. And um, <laughs> a bunch of them started like a, a Facebook group chat. And everyone is kind of just like beating around the bush about like what day is like the best day to have this shindig, which I probably don't want to go to because like I said, I was bullied relentlessly in high school because I was first like really emo and goth, had glasses and braces at the same time, was in AP classes and marching band and the chess club. I mean, yeah, but now you can show off your hot husband. I sure can. Um, so just to give you an idea of what my high school was like. You really weren't doing any favors. No, I was not. I really was not. I was, no. (laughs) I asked for all the bullying, you know? (laughs) But, um, someone posted in the, in the chat, they, they go, we all adults, we, we doing this or that. Everyone got lives. Ain't no special. None of that same old, oh, well, I'm waiting for so-and-so to make the plans and come at me with them. And there ain't no, hey, I got a trip planned uh, for six months from now. Can we start planning after that? Um, Set a date and bake the cake. It's not that hard. We either all got children or can't stand to be in the same building. You come in or not. Place a date so we can all plan or not show up. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. I just thought that was the funniest shit in the world. And that just reminded me of exactly what like Hisuian Typhlosion's attitude is like. Yeah. Yeah, that's I the vibe def- I get. When I first saw him, I really thought like shady businessman. Mm, that's okay. actually because, you know, they're all kind of supposed to be based off of Japanese kind of tropes, I guess. Mm. Right. Because like um, um, I'm blanking on the name right now. The owl. Um, Decidui. Decidui, yeah. yeah. Decidui is like a like a archer ninja type thing, and then you have Samurai, who's like a samurai and whatever. So I was like, oh, Typhlosion, the shady Japanese businessman. <laughs> <laughs> but it's way more than that, which is really cool. I well, I think we'll get to it, I guess, a little later, maybe. But let's um, get to it now. Okay, awesome. I love this. Um, so. Hisuian Typhlosion is based off of um, a psychopomp. Yeah, um, that's the best word I've heard in a while. What? A psychopomp. <clears throat> so is, basic, what it's is that? like Greek. an angel-like figure. Um, and they're specifically based off of the Kamu Huchi or uh, the Ainu goddess of fire and the hearth, whose fire is said to act as a gateway between the human world and the spirit world. So they're kind of like these ghost-like figures who, like I said, are kind of like angels in a way where they kind of have the ability to like see spirits and like cast judgment on spirits. Um, So that's what Haisuian Teflosian is supposed to be about. Um, the ghost flame on its necklaces are reminiscent of the Magatama beads, which you kind of, if anybody's played Phoenix, right. Um, that's like the kind of little half yin yang sign, um, shape beads. 
Um, and um, those are uh, associated with spiritual beliefs, including the you bury them in graves with people um, as offerings to the gods. Um, in some of the uh, information that they released, they said that uh, Hisuian Typhlosion's flames, uh, he can cast 108 flames at the same time, which in uh, Buddhism, 108 is like a spiritual number. So spirit tomb weighs 108 kilograms okay. and is a combination of 108 spirits. I was wondering, I was like, that's specific as shit. Like, 108? Mm, and it's also the number of beads in a japa mala, which is like a Hindu prayer necklace. Um, so, yeah, they say, ugh, these are so cool. I, I never read these before, but on the official Arceus website, they say, um, in addition to having graceful and refined movements, Hisuian Typhlosion has a very relaxed disposition and can often be seen staring into space. At such times, it is thought to be looking at the flow of life energy and spirits. It will occasionally eat wayward spirits, but it is believed that spirits consumed this way are purified by the Pokemon's flames and returned to where they belong. Yeah, I said that it eats the <sighs> flames of so the... Cool. It purifies spirits and sends them mm -hmm. to hell or heaven. Who knows? Where, wherever they belong. it's it's It sends them back to the afterlife where they belong. Mm -hmm. where, where are we so going it, when we die? We're all uh, going to hell. That's for a Hisuian Typhlosion to, to you know... I hope yeah. I could be consumed by a Hisuian Typhlosion. Yeah. yeah, that would be the greatest honor. It's a cool but, fetish. You know, although it, it, it is very peaceful, it can lose control of its emotions when it's angered. And it can unleash ghost flames that can incinerate its opponents until nothing remains. And it can, yeah, so it's <laughs> it can be, um, you know, a little moody. <laughs> Imagine being a bunch. ghost that's like, finally, I can be laid to rest. And then someone's like, hey, fuck you, Typhlosion. And she's like, what you say? And it just yeah. throws, like, hurls your fucking ghost form at a guy because he's an asshole. You, yeah, and if you really piss it off, like, once it un unleashes all these ghost flames, it can take the appearance, uh, the appearance of some of the, like, ghosts and ferocious beasts that it's, like, you know, eating the souls of. So it's kind of scary. <laughs> Yeah, so everybody who was like, oh man, it looks like high, like it's just yeah. kind of stiff. It's like, uh, it's actually looking at horrifying spirits and casting judgment it's on like them. In a, yeah, it's like in a trance at all times. It doesn't yeah. have time to comb its bangs. It's looking into <laughs> Demon World. It's Yu Yu Hakusho, the Pokemon. Leave it alone. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho. Me too. Um, it's a great show. Yeah, it was really interesting to me to see how almost... Uh, I shouldn't say this so generally, but so many cultures have this idea of a a creature that will bring you um, mm -hmm. safely into where you you are to be laid to rest. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have like the the Valkyries, you have Charon, you have um, I had a couple of them to spit off, and now I've forgotten them all. But it's just it's it's interesting that. Um, you know, the, the the list was like 15 long and it's just a, a whole bunch of different uh, creatures or ladies or dudes. All with the, the one job, just just bring your spirit to where it needs to be in a in a, a peaceful and, uh, you know, it's it's just its duty. It, 
it's it's what it, uh, it's a force that's basically that's the only thing that it ha- it has to do and it doesn't you know it's it, it's not judging you it's just guiding you i'm just gonna say put put a gimme ghoul coin in each of my eyes and have <laughs> typhlosion send me down the river sticks yeah or go. just throw me into uh gigantamax gengar's mouth <laughs> <laughs> let me see the my family <laughs> Did you guys know that Hisuian Typhlosion has a signature move? Does it? It does. Yeah, the Black Parade, right? Well, close, the (laughs) Infernal Parade. And it's a damage-dealing ghost-type move. Uh, It inflicts 30% chance of leaving a burn. And the move, the move is, the power of the move is doubled if the victim already has a status condition. Damn. And it learns this move at level 40. Infernal Parade yeah. sounds like something like the old neighbors of My Chemical Romance would say. Yeah. Like they would they would be like practicing and they hear like bing, bing, and they'd be like, "It's that Infernal Parade again, Martha." <laughs> Look, I'm calling the cops. Did uh, didn't uh, Arceus change some of the status conditions too? Um, they changed how like paralysis yes. worked or something. I think sleep was also like drowsy. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, they were a little different. Um, yeah, I just like how. Uh, the, I mean, that is definitely the most experimental game Nintendo's done. It's the best. They should do more things like that. They should. Yeah. Um. Maybe they will. We don't know. We'll have to see what comes next. We ended up talking about Hisui and Typhlosion a lot and not a lot about Jotonian. Is that how you would say? uh, I guess so. (laughs) You you never hear somebody, like, you'll hear Cantonian, but you don't really hear people say Jotonian a lot. So, actually... Oh, that sounds like an Italian guy. Jotonian. So... (laughs) They do in the Bulbapedia. They do use the term Jotonian Typhlosion. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So your your Joto Typhlosion, he um, his his fire is so hot that you can barely see him through the shimmer of the heat, and that's both offensive and defensive because he could also hide within that shimmering uh, haze, and. Anything he touches while he's mad is is immediately on fire. Mm-hmm. And if you rub his fur, you'll cause an explosion. So, too bad, Quilava. You're Typhlosion now. You can't be pet. <laughs> Hope you don't like love. Yeah. And uh, apparently that's its quote-unquote secret move, according to the Pokedex. But I don't know what move they are referring to i don't think there is a move that he learns other than potentially eruption that would kind of fit that i think eruption was the move they were kind of alluding to because that is a move that quilava and typhlosion can learn yeah um but kind of uh leads uh back to their volcano pokemon um you know their that category uh, and then, of course, uh, Hisuian Typhlosion was the Ghost Flame Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, Gold, like I said before in the manga, he has a 
Typhlosion, whose name is Expo. That's um, a great name. Yeah. And as of the most recent manga, I believe, the Typhlosion is at level 84. And his characteristic is that he's a little quick tempered. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, on the nose for a Typhlosion. So. The one thing I don't like about the Pokemon games adding natures to Pokemon is the fact that certain natures are just so overwhelmingly more positive than others. Because what if I want a quirky nature or a docile nature because it fits with my role playing, but I'm forced into like modest or jolly or timid. Yeah, you have like a no. j- jolly Gyarados. Yeah, it just pops out, and it's just like, raw. Hey, <laughs> I just want a quirky Quilava now. Yeah. Aww, ah, oh, it would work. Such good alliteration. Good thing they have one for every letter now. Um the the last thing that I saw was uh, Typhlosion and Togetic were the only Pokemon that were introduced in Generation Two not to appear until in the anime until the next generation. So even though robbed, they were some great Pokemon, and yeah, if you were watching the anime, you never saw them. Yeah. Well, I wonder by the end of Ash's journey. Obviously, he's not going to see the most recent generation of Pokemon. Did he actually see every Pokemon? That's a good question. I don't know. We're going to have to look that up. We'll get back to you. We probably won't. We'll eventually find out. Sometimes we like to watch YouTube videos and I like to regurgitate it and not give anybody any credit because I don't remember where it came from. We'll Google it. The internet is the ultimate source. This is a uh, this is the best source I could find. Gamefacts.com. Uh, oh, little known <laughs> this site. Is, this is from six years ago. Um, no, there are a few Pokemon that Ash never scanned. Um, he's never seen Porygon Two or Porygon Z since they're banned from the anime. Um, and that's enough. If he hasn't seen those, he hasn't seen them all. Take that. Yeah. Get It sucks they're banned. Get good, Ash. Um you want any, to the, the, any, uh, any last thoughts before we start gaming? No. Love think that's it. Love this boy. All right. Yeah, very good. I think Typhlosion is my favorite out of all of them. Hisuian Typhlosion. Yeah. And he he's gonna be involved in uh, with regular Typhlosion for the card game, right? Yes. Okay. Are you ready to... Uh, do you have your numbers ready, Sarah? Oh, I'm ready. I'm All ready right. to go. Are you guys ready? Hit us with those sweet, sweet numbers. All right. Well, you hit me with the numbers. So how, how many uh, Cyndaquils do we have in our TCG trading card game? My guess is going to be 19. Okay. We have a 19 on the board. Uh, 18. All right, 18 and 17. Peter, did you win last time too? I won two out of the three last time. Okay, well, you won the first one with 19 right on the dot. Hell yeah. Right on the dot. I think you were right on the dot last time too. Maybe. I, I might have gotten Bayleaf right and was slightly off on Meganium. Okay. 
Or vice okay. versa. It feels good to get it right on the dot. I feel like I should, you know. Oh no, I mean, you've got the internet at the palm of your hands. I never cheat. He's not a cheater. I How know. dare you? I know, I know. All right. I, I have not been able to Google Pokemon cards, even as, like, a, a hobby, mm -hmm. since 2020. And it's all because <laughs> of this. Because I don't want to be led one way or the other. Even knowing that there is one card for a Pokemon is enough to, to throw my, my brain into, like, oh, I'm a cheater. I don't know. There's no way that even... No, there's no way that I could, I could get... I don't know. I would be really bad at this game. Ooh. So that's why I host it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's right. next? Quilava. Sarah, what's your guess? <laughs> oh, I'm a cheater. I'm a dumb cheater, if I tell you my guess. I'm gonna guess 16. Okay. Damn it. Damn it. That's why I go first. Okay, well, next week, Peter, you go 15. last. 15. 15, okay? 17 again. All right, so um, Steven wins. So <sighs> there's 14. Middlemons, you know. Middlemons. Middlemon, middlemon. Okay, so now Typhlosion is including Hisui and Typhlosion. So we have 19 for Cyndaquil. We have 14 for Quilava. And how many for Typhlosion? Somebody else has to go first. 21. 24. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, 16. Uh, okay, Peter wins again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so there's only 19. Only Killing 19 Typhlosion cards. Really? Yeah, yeah, that surprised me. Especially because of the, you know, it's got Hisuian in there. So, I, yeah, I was really surprised by this. Mm. Definitely expecting more. First appearing in the Neon Genesis Evangelion. Neo Genie. Yeah. Neo Genie. Yep, you guessed it. Mm. Uh, so you want to learn about fucking? Yeah, Heck of course. Yes. One day I'll get play for me. The uh, this game is the one that I feel like I never get right anymore. So, yeah. who are you gonna fuck? This is the game where I will list Pokemon. You will tell me if left in the daycare, who will not produce an egg with our Pokemon. So we are talking Cyndaquil, Quilava, and Typhlosion. Once again, I am going with the starters, like we did last episode. So, I picked four. I think I did five last time. It just got annoying to remember who was there. So, I just picked four this time. Uh, so, here are your options. Charmander, Torchic, Chimchar, or Fuecoco. Who cannot Ooh. breed with Cyndaquil? Fuecoco. Um, I also think Fuecoco. I'm going to say... Chimchar. That was my second guess. Everybody's wrong. Oh, who's Charger? Charmander? Charmander? Really? So yeah. Charmander is a monster dragon egg group. Okay. While weirdly enough, uh, Cyndaquil is only field. Mm -hmm. I... So technically, you could fuck a uh, whale lord. <laughs> yeah. But not a Charmander. Everybody can fuck a whale lord. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking what, I challenge you not to fuck a whale lord. <laughs> Who can't fuck that's how that's that's what a whale lord's game should be. Who, I dove into the ocean by accident and Who can, yeah. What do you know? I was fucking in fucking in a whale lord. I was I was thinking, right? I was thinking field 
monster. And I was like, which, which one wouldn't be caught dead in a field? Fue Coco, he's a bit of a monster man. So, but I, I guess he might be field monster or something like that. Or just maybe he's just field. I don't know. Weirdly enough, I believe he is just field. Okay. Really? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, Fue Coco is only field. Huh, alright. Yeah, thought it was interesting. You see a Coco in the a crocodile in the field every so often? I thought I was going to throw everybody off with Chimchar because he's in the human-shaped group, but... Mm. Is all right. He is. He's human-shaped in field. Okay. Interesting. I yep. also can't... Uh, I can't look into anybody's genders now to see if they're genderless i can't look into <laughs> yeah their their egg group well, I always... we'll just skip the game if that's the case but also almost no, i think i'm pretty sure who fucks who every single um starter except for charmander every fire starter Is every field? prodigy i am the fire starter <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was that prodigy am i right that is the prodigy yeah <laughs> Wait, you said every fire starter is in the field group? I'm pretty sure. Huh. I'm pretty sure all fire starters are at least in the field group. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I love the games. I I just uh, I I just wanted to let everybody know that I'm very strict with the rules. I'm not looking at anything. If I accidentally see something, then I have to burn it out of my eyes. <laughs> With like pure alcohol. Just get a just get a Cyndaquil. He'll do it for you. Yeah. He won't like it though. I won't make him do well, that. Well, a Typhlosion might like it. So maybe yeah, Torchic is just Field. Uh, Sarah, you also don't like Torchic, right? I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Chimchart is about Field human like. What are your Torchic thoughts? is the one that goes into Combuskin and then Blaziken, right? Yeah. yeah. No, they're awful. That's the most that's the most horrifying starter lineup. People really like Combuskin. They though. all Well, Combuskin's a dick and balls. How can they not? Te Tepic is only field. Tepic is great. I love Tepic. Least second worst starter. One, yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. I mean the first first least 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 uh, popular according to Reddit. Uh Fennekin is just field. I always say that Fennekin reminds me of like the name for like a pubic wig, which is a, mer a merkin. But I feel like Fennekin makes more sense to be like fake pubes. There are like, pubic oh. wigs. There are. You think people no just way. rock their real pubes in movies? I don't you know. Think people, you think they could be like, "Yo, Peter, you're gonna have a dick scene. Grow out your pubes for this one because you're <laughs> I mean, playing." Yeah, an old I mean, guy. pubes are pubes. Like, no, so you're but... saying Paddington in Paddington 2's pubes aren't his own? Yep. Jesus. It's that a merkin. Is, I've never heard of this. It's a merkin. Look up a merkin. Oh, I don't think I a lot of to. the times it's used for like if you have to appear nude on stage, so that to way cover? you can be covered while still appearing nude. And I believe a lot of them, um, or traditionally, they were used in like operas. But why not just grow out your own? Uh, because lice. you're yeah, oh. and you're trying to again like. You wear underwear essentially, but have it appear like you're. Oh, I see. Oh, so yeah. Apparently, they would do it in opera and things like that because everybody used to shave their pubes back when because of lice. 
Dude, could you imagine? Oh, I don't want to. Never mind. I'm not going to finish that sentence. Damn, you could still buy. Uh, oh, man. Somebody on Etsy is selling uh, MAGA hats that just say, make a Merkin great again. <laughs> oh, my God. Merkin Vineyards is the name of a store in Scottsdale that makes Merkins. I hate the internet. This is a whole Merkin website, and the, and the article is called Short and Curlies. <laughs> For some reason, there's a picture of Jared Leto. Do you guys remember <laughs> when you grew your first pube? I actually don't. I saved it. Quite honest with you. No, I'm just no, kidding. I, I don't, I don't remember. remember either. I remember going to the bathroom and being like, I have my first pube. Yeah, I had that experience when I, you know, started menstruating for the first time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a that's a big milestone. You, you're not going to miss that. Yeah, I didn't tell my parents until I was, like, in my 20s. Really? Yeah. They're like, hey, did you ever, like... I'm like, well, obviously. And they're like, when? I'm like, I don't... You know, I just didn't tell you. <laughs> huh. It's embarrassing. It well, should be. for, a, for it an adolescent be. girl, it is. Yeah. I, I get it. It's... It's definitely something that... I, I don't know, like... I've never had any issues talking about it, but then obviously you wouldn't go to like your office coworker and just be like, "Hey, when did you grow your first pube?" <laughs> oh, I I might, but like I don't know. I I just don't think I'd ever hear somebody talking about their period and like uh, you know just like mixed company. But I feel Maybe I'll like ask my boss about his pubes tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I. I think we have hit that we're hour and a half talk yeah. on this great boy uh steven thank you so much for being the guest on this episode <laughs> and also being part of this i just wanted to say that because you would be the guest of this episode and we would not have anyone else be the the syndical person other than you because you yeah, are the syndical person i would kick them off uh yeah no i mean i i appreciate you all letting me go on such long tangents because i I had so much fun researching um, my, my little Cinda baby. Yeah. And uh, I learned so many cool things. I, I have such a deeper appreciation now. And we yeah. need to post your art again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll send the photos over. Heck, yeah. I think the next cat we get, we should name Cinda Quill. I think it's a cool cat name. Hmm. Or Harrison. Or Harrison. Harrison's a good cat name. Ferguson. So the name <laughs> Harrison bugs me. And I hate it. And you the just reason said you liked it yesterday. Yeah, but the reason why I hate it now is like, what does it remind me of? It reminds me of the, the son from Dexter, and he's such a little fucking fuck. Well, I like mean, Harrison. Why is Harrison? Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I don't want my kid to be a little fucking fuck. And with yeah. that, <laughs> uh, farting. Farting. <laughs> oh no! Farting. We have to do the actual thing. If you would like to follow daycare dittos and get more information, you can follow us on Instagram at daycare dittos. We also have an official, unofficial Discord, uh, which lives on a grander podcast scale uh, Discord, where you can go to the every FNFF uh, for Mario Day, which now is a while back. But go check out. They just did Super Mario RPG for Mario Day. Uh, an incredible very cool episode. You'll learn a lot about JRPGs. Yeah. yeah, that guest was nuts. I want to pick mm -hmm. up his book. So, yeah. Um, that's that's I did the ending. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I I want to retire Hosta with V Star and bring back farting. So oh, okay, farting. one it's more hostile time. Hostile of farting. Hostile of farting. Farting.